Good evening. <clears throat> well, it's good to be here tonight, although this is the last night of the conference, but at least I got to be here for one night. Um, <laughs> wish I could have been here earlier, but I bought my ticket before I even, well, I don't know if the date was set yet for the conference, but I bought it last year in May. <clears throat> the reason I bought it so early was because I found a real good price. <laughs> so I couldn't pass it up. <clears throat> but um, for those that might not know who I am, I'm Martin Pinder. I'm from Spanish Wells, but I've been serving in Venezuela um, with New Tribes Mission. I've been in Venezuela since 1996. This year will be 18 years. Doesn't seem possible <laughs> that it's been 18 years, but it has. And this church has been helping to support me from the very beginning. And I do appreciate um, your prayers and your financial support for me there in Venezuela. <clears throat> um, these last years have been kind of difficult for us there in Venezuela. Um, when I left in 2005 to come home, there, was, there wasn't, wasn't certain that I would be going back again. Um, I don't know if some of you might remember that the government made us get out of all the um, tribal locations that we were working in back in 2006. <clears throat> but I did go back in 2007, and then I've been back there ever since, except for another furlough. Um, but it's been three years since I went back from my last furlough, three years this month, actually, because I was here for the missions conference then in 2011. <clears throat> um, we work with several different tribal groups in Venezuela. We have worked with quite a few, but right now we're only working with, actually, we only have a team in one, living in one tribal group. Um, most of the missionaries that we had in Venezuela left, but we still have a few. Um, we still have some that do translation in the city <clears throat> that are trying to finish up the translation of the New Testament. There's... Um, one of the teams that worked with the Mako tribe, they just completed their um, translation of the New Testament. They're trying to get it printed now to put in the hands of the Mako people. And that's quite an, accomplish, uh, quite an accomplishment to translate the whole New Testament in the tribal language. But they have, I think they have three that, are, that have been working on that translation. <clears throat> and they finally finished it. Really, and really, the Mako is a, is a kind of a new work. It, they started there uh, probably right before I went to Venezuela. So it's, all, it's been probably close to 20 years um, that they've been there, and they finally finished, been working with that group, and they finally finished the translation. <clears throat> um, um, there's an, also another... One of the other tribal groups that we work with is called the Pume, and um, we have missionaries that are still translating um, into that language as well. I think they're 
They are finished in the New Testament, but they're working in Old Testament portions now. <clears throat> um, the, new, the new work that we started in probably, I think it was probably back in 2010, one of the missionaries there, Jamie um, Miller, I don't know if any of you know Greg Sanford, but it's Greg Sanford's son-in-law. Um, he's pretty much at the point now where he can soon start to teach. So they're, they're all um, pretty excited about that, that um, in the near future they're going to start, start teaching um, to the Sanoma tribe. <clears throat> That's the name of the tribe that they're working in. Right now, the, the Millers, um, Jamie and Tammy, are in there by themselves with another single lady. At least they're safer in, in there right now than if they would be out in another city in Venezuela because of so much is happening in Venezuela right now. Um, I don't know if I'm, I'll up to date <clears throat> so you are on what's been happening in Venezuela, but um, probably about a month ago, the, some students started protesting, and um, they've been... They kept doing it now for, it's been over a month, I guess. There have been close to 20, probably, that have been killed by the military and police because they've been, <clears throat> been pro protesting against the government. And as far as I know, they're still, I haven't been up in, too much up in the news since I left, but um, as far as I know, they're still protesting and some of them said they're not, they're not going to stop until the government resigns, until the president resigns and all of his cabinet. So um, we're not sure what's going to happen there. But um, praise the Lord, I was able to get out. Because they were, they were doing roadblocks as well. They were, the city that I live in, they were blocking off a lot of the roads um, in protest. <clears throat> and so they were, the military were taking out tanks and... Um, these something like a tank that shoots out a big blast of water trying to to stop the protests so and they they they're protesting too they say because of um insecurity um, crime is just totally out of hand in Venezuela, and also there's food shortages there's um to give you an idea, like right now, you can't buy milk, you can't buy flour, you can't buy sugar. Um, rice, occasionally you can find. Uh, another thing is toilet paper. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. And a lot of times when you can find them, although like when the store gets them, you have to go stand in line for an hour or two hours to buy one pound of margarine or one, or one two, kil, two kilograms of sugar or, one, or two kilograms of milk. It's, it's just unreal. Um, up until I left, I was kind of stocked up. I had sugar left over because every time I go to the, shore, the store, I'd buy a couple kilos because it's, it's real cheap and, and dollar-wise. So I'd buy a couple kilos every time I went, so I'd make sure I'd have enough. And I did ha have quite a bit left um, when I left. 
<clears throat> um, Friday. I left there on Friday. <clears throat> um, I was quite busy up until almost the day I left. Well, I had to pack up all of my stuff and to store it, and um, then I was in the office because they haven't found anyone to replace me. <laughs> so in the office there, I'm, I work in the, with the finances in the office. So um, Doug, my boss, is kind of going to have to try to do some of it. I'm not sure he's going to be able to do all of it. I don't think he's going to be able to do all of it. <laughs> But um, they asked me if I would come back um, during my furlough time, which means my furlough time will be pushed back a little bit later, um, to try to get some of the work, the work done in the office there. So, Lord willing, I'll be going back in May for a month. My ticket is already bought to go back. I just have to get the ticket to come back this way. <laughs> and then probably I will be going back again in... Um, October and November for another month and then come back again. So <clears throat> that's what looks like what's going to happen now. And then I'll probably go back in uh, February for, for another term there. So pray for us there in Venezuela. Um, not sure what's going to happen there, like I said, in these next months. It's just kind of kind of wild what's going on there. <laughs> so pray for us. Pray for safety. We were we were not going out a lot at night while all the, a lot of this protests were going on, and because of the, the streets blocked, you just couldn't really get around that well. But the day the day or two before I left, the streets were pretty much open. But I I think I read once again that they've been still doing it again and still protesting. And I read, I think today that they were calling for another protest tomorrow. So the Lord knows um, all about it, and He will build this church. So thank you again for your prayers and your financial support for me there in Venezuela. <clears throat>